Thank you, Lord. Before you're seated, I just sensed in my heart, and I was uh, thinking I was going to come up and say, I just think we just need to spend a few moments just praying. Just praying in the Holy Spirit. You know, we sang about waiting upon the Lord and having our strength renewed. And when we pray in the Holy Spirit, we're doing business with God. You don't speak in other tongues. That's okay. Just pray out of your own heart. But Father, right now, under the direction, I believe, and the leading of the Holy Spirit, we as a church family right now, we are we need to offer our supply. We offer our supply over this Bay Area, our home. This is our territory. And in the name of Jesus right now, we pray in the Holy Ghost. And we also, we come on up to our seat of authority. And we come against any plots and plans of the enemy. We bind any kind of any kind of attacks against our cities, against our neighborhoods, against anywhere that our loved ones are, our public transportation. No, in the name of Jesus, we don't have to know everything in our minds and we don't have to try to figure out what the Holy Spirit is alerting us to pray over. So don't let your mind go there. Don't let your mind wander. But what we are coming into agreement on right now is peace and protection. Protection over the Bay Area. Protection over the bridges. And we are we are saying in Jesus name we plead the blood we plead the blood of Jesus over our families over our properties over our church over those that are connected to this church oh we must We may be living in dangerous times, but we declare and we speak the word of God. Oh, we are abiding under the shadow of the Most High God. Hallelujah. We are the protected. Glory be to God. And no evil shall befall us. Neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. And even and even as that ugly disease called COVID and this new variant called Delta is trying to raise up its ugly head, we say no, no, no. In Jesus' name, we curse that virus. And you shall not rise up again. No. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our God-given authority. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Now we do lift our hands and we give you glory and we thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> thank you, Lord. You are moving. You are working on our behalf 
in the mighty name of Jesus and our big and our prayers our prayers do extend out to our loved ones and they do extend out to those connected to heart of the bay we thank you Lord you are working blessed be your name blessed be your name Hallelujah. Well, it is so good to be able to pray. It's so good to be able to come together. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can go ahead and be seated. Thank you for being here tonight. I know it's been a busy day here at Heart of the Bay. And many of you were out in the foyer this morning working and serving. And some of you were signing up. Glory be to God. We're thankful for that. We thank God that people are being stirred and they are being reactivated and called to active service in the Lord. But we're all, we're grateful every time that we can come together. And I know there's not a whole lot of people here tonight, but Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit is here. I believe people are watching online. I was thinking about it today that we started these refresh services now. This is the sixth one. We started them in February and we are thankful for what God is doing in our midst in every one of our services. We were meeting with Pastor Tom this week and he just said it, he said it really well. He said something is happening. We've always had great worship, always had excellent word, but there's something that's happening in the realm of the spirit. We're having like this icing on the cake, this moving of the spirit, how God is just speaking into people's lives. And he's, you know what he's doing? He's confirming his word with signs following. We're hearing good testimonies of protection, testimonies of healing. And we are blessed and we are thankful for that. There's an increase of the manifestation of God's presence. And every time we come together, but of course we've named these Sunday nights refresh. We're being refreshed. We're being revived. We're being recharged. We're being refired. We are being reactivated. Praise the Lord. Now, Pastor read this scripture this morning, but I want to start off with it again. He read it. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29. He read it out of the message, and I want to read it out of the passion. And I know this doesn't represent anybody in here tonight. You guys are the strong in the Lord. But you might know somebody that's been tempted to be a little bit weary. And it says, are you weary? Carrying a heavy burden. Come to me. Isn't that a good place to go? Not go to the TV. Not even, you know, go to the refrigerator. Oops. Come to me. And what will he do? I will refresh your life. And I love how this says it. For I am your oasis. An oasis is a place of refreshing. It's a place of water and replenishing in the midst of a dry and barren land. Jesus is our oasis. Hallelujah. And then he says this. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle. I'm humble. I'm easy to please. And this is what we're talking about tonight, of course. You will find refreshment and rest 
in me. So what are we instructed to do? Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to the oasis of life and refreshing. Amen. And um, this came up this week. And this is kind of where it's a jumping off place for this message. For us to bring refreshment to others, we first have to be refreshed. That's a heavy rev, right? But this was confirmed. You know, you get, if you are a minister of the gospel, it's kind of like everywhere you look, you see a sermon or you see a message. And that's kind of how it works with me. So this week, I went into a Subway uh, sandwich shop to grab something for lunch. And as I was walking in there, they had this slogan on their door. And I, I came back to the office and I said, to, told Jane what it was. I said, I ran in my car and I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it. It's, they said this, you've got to refresh to be fresh. You've got to refresh to be fresh. Well, what are they saying at Subway sandwich stores? They're saying that if you want your body to be refreshed and function at its best, you have to eat fresh ingredients. You go in there and they brag and they boast on the fact that all their veggies that they put on their sandwiches are fresh. They're not canned kind of stuff. And that spoke to me. If we as believers want to refresh others, we ourselves have to be fresh. (laughs) We have to be freshened. We have to have a fresh word from heaven. We have to have a fresh anointing of the spirit of the living God. And this verse is what is happening in our midst. Psalms 126 verse 4. And again, this is out of the passion. Now, Lord... Excuse me. Do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Now, I don't see, I see a lot of moist people in here. I'm not saying y'all are dry. You're moist with the presence of the living God. But do you think we could take some more? How many of you just lift your hands and say, Lord, here I am. Say it with me. Let your streams of refreshing flow over me until I am drenched, till I am soaked, <laughs> till I am saturated. With you. I so enjoyed the worship tonight. Thank you, PT, for singing those songs. We can get saturated in His presence. Has anybody ever been out in a rainstorm? We have some occasionally here in California, and you weren't prepared for it. Man, they come up sometimes really quick in Oklahoma. It wasn't in the forecast, and all of a sudden, just a downpour. And you get soaked. You get drenched. And that's where that slogan came from. There wasn't a dry bone in my body. I got drenched by that rainstorm. Well, you know, that's not good if you're caught out in the rain. But it is not good either to have dry bones 
in the natural. We don't want to have dry bones, but we don't want to be dry spiritually. We want to be saturated with His goodness, saturated with His presence. We want to be fresh in our lives so that whoever God brings across our path, we can bring a refreshing to them. Has anyone ever come across somebody that doesn't know the Lord? Anybody ever come across someone who's discouraged and life has just beaten them down? And aren't you glad that you have the answer and his name is Jesus? When someone comes across your path and they begin to just pour out their heart to you about all the things they're going through, you shouldn't just say, oh, that is just terrible and walk away. No, you should at least say, can I pray for you and expect the anointing on the inside of you to break the yokes, destroy the yokes and remove the burdens. That's what happens when we are walking in that place of fullness. When we are saturated, listen to this word saturated, what it means to soak, to load, to capacity to permeate. I like that one. To load to capacity. We ought to have that kind of attitude every time that we come into His presence. Lord, more, more. I want more of You. We ought to have this kind of an attitude of, yeah, all You have, Jesus. All You have. It's for me. He, there's no shortage in heaven. And there is no shortage of what he wants to do in our lives. And how he wants to bless us. Years ago, the Lord gave me this illustration. Let's say that there's this big contest at one of your favorite furniture stores. And they called you up and they said, you won the drawing. And what this means, that you can come to our furniture store in any kind of vehicle you choose, and whatever you can load into that vehicle, it's yours. We're going to let you just fill it to capacity. Well, I don't think that you would show up in a tiny little Volkswagen bug. I sure wouldn't. I'd go rent a semi. How about you? And I would load that truck to full capacity. That's what they said that we can have. Well, too many Christians come into God's presence with a little VW mentality or a little tablespoon mentality. And the Spirit of God is saying, where's your truck? Come into my presence with a truck mentality. Let me fill you to overflowing. Let me load you up with all my good benefits. Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. There's benefits to being a believer. There's awesome benefits to taking time to wait. In his presence and letting him fill us to overflowing. He loves to load us down with the goodness of God. He even uses that term in Psalm 68 verse 19 in the New King James. It says, blessed be the Lord who what? Daily loads us with 
benefits the God of our salvation. He daily loadeth us with benefits, with His Word, with His Spirit. And you know what? It's a good thing to stay loaded. And I'm not talking about illegal or even legal substances that alter one's behavior. I'm talking about being loaded with the benefits of God. And not just once in a while. And not just when you come to church. He said he wants to daily. Everybody say daily daily load us with benefits just think about it when the children of israel were out there in the desert and he gave them he fed them supernaturally with manna and with quail but they had to go daily and get that fresh manna We have to go daily and get that fresh word. And I'm not talking about some weird kind of a word that's out beyond the Bible. If anybody ever says to you, I have a revelation, but you won't find it in the Bible, you ought to run as in terror and say, no, thank you. I don't need any weird word today. I need the word. I'm going to stay with the word of God. But what about that? Even though we're not looking for any weird thing outside the Bible, every time we pick up this precious word and begin to read it, we ought to be expecting fresh revelation. I've been saved you know, really all my life and reading the word of God since I was a little girl. And I still read scriptures that I've read probably thousands of times. And I'll go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've never seen that before. That's why it's good to maybe study even in other translations. You'll notice I'm reading a lot out of the passion. That's what I'm doing right now in my daily devotion. And you know, not every scripture is, is going to be exactly, I suppose, exact translation. But there's fresh revelation on the word. If we will read it with an open heart. That's what he wants us to have. Amen. And he also daily wants us to walk in a fresh anointing. Now again, does that mean that you're going to jump out of bed every morning and just, I'm just drunk in the Holy Ghost today. Sorry, honey, no breakfast for you. I'm caught up in glory. You know, I don't think I've ever, ever woken up like that because in the natural, I'm not a morning person. (laughs) Even this morning, I'm like, okay, Jesus, thank you that you quickened me. You waketh me up in Jesus' name, you know. But there is fresh anointing for us every single day. There's grace for our race. And the Holy Spirit knows what your day is going to be like. He knows what you've got to face at work. He knows if there's going to be some trouble on the horizon with your families. He knows what kind of phone calls you may get. And that's why we need to every morning feast on manna from heaven. And also say, Lord, I receive the anointing today. I receive grace for my race today. Some people want to jump way ahead and say, well, I want grace for next year. 
Well, it'll be there when you get there for next year. But that's why, you know, the Bible says his mercies are new when? Every morning. His mercy is new every morning. His grace is there every day. And didn't he also tell us over in Matthew, he said, we're not supposed to take a thought about tomorrow. What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? Don't jump over into the future and get all concerned about, well, how am I going to take care of that project coming up in six months or whatever? Grace for today. Anointing for today. Strength and wisdom on a daily basis. He daily loadeth us with his word. He daily gives us the anointing that we need for that day. We ought to be like the psalmist David. He said this over in Psalms 92.10 and again out of the Passion. Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. I think we ought to say hallelujah to that. We are not weak and defeated. His anointing makes us strong and mighty. And then I love this. You've empowered my life for triumph. Woo! You know what that is? That's victory. For by pouring what? Fresh oil over me. Whatever we do, whatever we accomplish, we need to give him the glory. It is not by our might. It is not by our power. And we are certainly supposed to do the best we can do with the brain that God has given us. And we all can use more of our brain for sure. But we're not to say, oh, it's my might. It's my ability. It's my intelligence. No, it's his strength. Let's keep that one up there. Psalms 92.10. It's his strength. And it's his might that has empowered us. It's not by our own might, not by our own power, but by his spirit. Don't you love that? Empowers us to triumph. That sounds like over in Corinthians. He always causes us to triumph. He always causes us to triumph. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are not just conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him that loves us. The psalmist David, he said, I'm going to receive that. Hallelujah. I'm empowered by, pour, by you pouring fresh oil over me. When someone was anointed to be king prophet or priest they poured the oil over them and it started at the top of their head and it ran down their robes you and i are anointed as well with the oil of the holy ghost everybody lift your hands and say this say i shall be anointed with fresh oil Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now just listen to these definitions of fresh. 
having just arrived, not stale or decayed. God is not in to leftovers. You never go into his presence looking for fresh manna and a fresh word. And he says, you know, we're taking a few days off. I think there's a leftover word. You know, Pastor Mark didn't take all of it yesterday, so you can go get it and heat it up in the microwave. No, he's not into that. And he does not ever have a day. You know, I never understood this. A day old bread sale. Who wants day-old stale bread anyway, even if it is discounted? Bummer. But anyhow, God is not into that. If heaven were a supermarket, it would all be fresh produce. Subway has nothing on heaven. They talk about fresh ingredients and fresh produce. His mercies are new every morning. So is his strength and his power. Another good scripture. You know, I love reading in the Psalms. I I went writing down these scriptures tonight and I'm like, here we go again. I have a lot out of the book of Psalms, but it blesses me. You know, you need to hook up. Of course, we need to read through the entire Bible on a regular basis. But I read a Psalm very, very often because it encourages my heart. You know, Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart and he wrote scriptures right from his heart that expressed how he felt about God. And this is another good one. Psalms 28, 7, again out of the Passion. Yahweh is my strength. And I love this one. It's, oh, do I not have the right one? My strength? Uh, Maybe not. And my wraparound shield. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy. Woohoo! Maybe somebody will do that later. I burst forth. I, I nominate Pastor Mark to jump for joy later. I jump for joy. I burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. You like that one, PT? Passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. Woo, I like that. Don't you love that? Hallelujah. You are my strength. Glory be to God. I trust in you. I jump for joy. Woo, why do we jump for joy? Because we trust in him and he is a shield for us in danger. And I don't know what translation that was, but I found this. He is my wraparound shield. He's got you covered on every single side. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. When danger comes our way, glory be to God. We know that we got heaven's help and we are protected. And that's why we are full of joy. Woo! He's watching over us. He's keeping us. And you notice in here, again, I jump for joy. I burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. Woohoo! That tells us that joy needs to be expressed. We can jump for joy. 
We can leap for joy. We can sing for joy. We need to be passionate in our praise. I loved it this morning. We had such a good worship time. And then Pastor Mark came up and he exhorted, there needs to be some more praise in the house. Get passionate about how much you love Jesus. I don't know what kind of sports fan you may be, but I know that we like what we, well, I gaze at it, but... He watches a lot of sports in our house, and I can hear the passion in the people at those games. Kathy, was there any passion at the Giants game on Friday night? Yes, people get passionate about their sport teams. Well, we as believers are instructed to get passionate in our praise. Woohoo! He's worthy to be praised. And when we do this, when we jump for joy, when we're ecstatic, hallelujah, it's an expression of God, I trust you. You are my strength. You are my shield. And I don't care what it might look like right now. I do know the end result. And I know that I win. I know that I am the healed. I know that I am the prosperous. I know that I am more than a conqueror. We say this a lot, but it is so true. Joy is a spiritual force. And joy produces strength. Do you think we need any strength in this day and hour in which we live? You know, being a Christian is not for the weak. Some people say, ah, Christianity is a crutch. Oh, no way. Being a Christian, you got to be strong, strong spiritually, because the attacks of the enemy will come. We are not weak. We are strong. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we haven't infused on the inside of us that inner passion of joy and it causes us to supernaturally overcome hallelujah there's some wonderful scriptures of nehemiah chapter 8 and i don't think we have this one it's the basic english bible but it says let there be no grief in your hearts for the joy of the lord is your strong place New King James, of course, the joy of the Lord is your strength. But I like that. The joy of the Lord is your strong place. We may all have a happy place. I can tell you for sure mine is not Disneyland. It is not the happiest place on earth. Like they say, false advertisement. But anyhow, maybe to little kids. But we might all have our happy place. But we all need our strong place. And that place of strength is found in His presence. And in His presence, the Bible says in Psalm 1611, in His presence is what? Fullness of joy. So the strength that we need is in His presence. Joy, it said. The joy of the Lord is your strong place. Why do we need strength? Do we need strength so we can watch more TV or play more sports or go shopping? You know what? There is a grace and there is an anointing for that. 
I thought I'd hear an amen from some of the ladies. But I don't get up in the morning and say, Lord, give me strength to shop today. Although I say, Lord, if I'm going to the mall, lead me and guide me. And you know he will to the best deals, the best sales, exactly what I'm looking for. Why am I getting off on that? I don't know, but... Oh, strength. Strength. (laughs) What do we need strength for? We need strength to serve the Lord. That's what we need strength for. We need strength to serve the Lord, to bring Him glory, to run our race, and to finish our course. To serve the Lord with joy and Gladness. We were talking just today, and I was just so excited to see all the people mingling in the foyer and people that I, I was snooping around and those that had signed up in different areas. And I, I've seen some names on there, and I was going, that is good. I am so glad that they're stepping up. The pastor and I were talking about it. He said, you've served Jesus all of your life. And I said, I have. I don't know anything else other than then serve the Lord. And I started thinking about it. I could not wait till I was old enough to work in the nursery. We had to like maybe be 10 or something to help with the babies. But even before then, every family in the church that would commit, and my dad was one of the deacons in the church and the Sunday school superintendent, so probably twice a month, it was our responsibility to go clean the church. I think mom and dad, they used to say they had five kids because they needed workers on the farm. And we all had jobs to do. But cleaning the church was never a drudgery. He would say, okay, it's our turn, kids. We're going to go clean the church today. And we never could do it with a frown on our face. I remember vacuuming. And I remember it was an honor to take the little rag and dust off the pulpit. And to be thinking about my pastor as a kid, praying over my pastor, going and picking up, you know, the paper and the gum wrappings that people had stuck behind the pews. (laughs) I probably did some myself, but he made it fun. My parents made it fun to serve The Lord, whatever we were doing, vacuuming, dusting, and he mowed the big yard every single week. But there was a joy. That's why we need strength. Serve the Lord with joy and gladness, not with ho-hum and sadness. Oh, brother, it's Sunday. Ah. I can't believe I signed up to serve on that camera team. I got to climb up on that platform and my knee hurts today. I think I'll call Chris and say, forget it. I'm not coming today. No, that's not serving the Lord with joy and gladness. It's not like I said, you know, you may not wake up on Sunday morning and go, woohoo, I'm in the glory. Woo, I'm overwhelmed with his presence. But there's something to being faithful. A faithful man will abound with blessings. And a faithful man also will have great joy. Because we know 
that what we're doing down here, it's being laid up to our account up there. My dad used to always talk about that too, kids. It's not about earthly treasures, and thank God he does bless us, but he would tell us that. What we're doing for Jesus is getting laid up to your account in heaven. And someday you are going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Then what's the rest of that verse say? Enter into what? The joy of the Lord. There comes a great joy when we look at things with eternal perspective. And what we're doing down here isn't just about what we're doing down here. It's about up there. Giving somebody a smile when they're down. Giving somebody, like it says, a cup of water. You, if they're a prophet, if they're a minister of God, you get, you get that same reward. Hallelujah. That's why we serve the Lord. That's why we say, Lord, I'm going to do this in your strength and in your power. And I'm going to do it with joy in my heart. Are we going to run into obstacles? Of course we are. The Apostle Paul ran into quite a few obstacles. But one of the things that he said... Oh man, I got something funky come up on my screen over here. Go away, go away. I hit the wrong button. Come back another day. Anyway... Saw, um, let me get out of that so I can see it. He said over in Acts. Oh, I'm really. Am I done? How long have I been going? Is this this isn't the Lord? <laughs> in Acts chapter twenty, verse twenty-four. But none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself. And then he goes on to say, So that I may finish my race, beat up, beat down, depressed, and just weak as could be. No, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Think about his list of none of these things move me. He had quite a list. Shipwrecked, imprisoned, stoned, and not on marijuana, literally stones. Beaten, snake bitten. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yet he said, these are small. One translation even said, these are small potatoes. This is nothing. These things are not going to move me. I'm going to look unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. I'm going to press toward the mark. And I'm not going to look at the pressure here or the pressure there. I'm going to keep pressing toward the high calling. And I am going to finish my course with joy. I mean, that's quite a statement when you look at his life and all of the tests and the trials 
that he went through. But he did exactly what he said he would do. He finished his course with joy. And his course did not finish him. He ran his race. He did exactly what he was called to do. And we know for sure he heard, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That just spoke to me tonight. Enter in to the joy of the Lord. That's connected. When we know that we've done what we're supposed to do. And we've operated in the grace. And we've used our gifts for His glory. We're not going to just hear, well done. We're going to enter in to joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Woohoo! Joy unspeakable and full of glory is waiting for the faithful. <laughs> oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Ha 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 ha. We're tapping into it right now. Just lift up your hands. Ha 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 ha. Woo! We are tapping in to the joy of the Lord. And I know this bunch. Woo! This Sunday night crew. This is a committed bunch here. Those watching our church, we are declaring. Woo-hoo-hoo! We're going to mazibata. We're going to run our race. We're going to finish our course with great, great joy. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, glory be to God. Yidra Moja Mata. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Mmm. Ramaz Botro. So we will not be discouraged and we will not be distracted. Keep your eyes on the prize. Look full into my loving face, says Jesus. Keep your focus on me <laughs> and keep that eternal perspective oh my 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 we are not always going to be doing what we are doing here the day will come when either the trumpet sounds and we are caught up in the air to meet him or we go by way of the grave either way this life is so short in comparison to eternity. So don't be so concerned about what you're storing up here. But store up treasures in heaven where rust and moth cannot come in and decay it. And the and the greatest treasure that you can store up in heaven is people. People. Ha 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 ha. Oh my. Ha ha ha. Mm. Kebedidon rabajon dota da 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 baka sobrekita handrata. Ha ha. 
So, Lord, we as a church, we make a commitment that we shall be God-minded. And we shall have eternity in mind. No, it's not. I don't even like that saying. So heavenly-minded, no earthly good. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We should always have heaven in mind. For heaven is haha, our eternal home. And heaven is where our true treasures are being laid up. And the rewards, oh my darigujumandrete, the rewards for the faithful. Thank you, Lord, for helping us. Helping us to run our race and to bring you great, great glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that's a big corondo de That's enough. I think that's enough. Let's all stand. Hiko brosemba kataha. Ah ha ha ha. If anybody in here has been tempted to be a little weary in well-doing, I believe that this word has spoken to you. Eternal perspective. Eternity rewards. Ha, ha, ha. Woo! Glory, 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 everlasting, everlasting. The things of the Spirit are not temporary. They are eternal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And now, Lord, we do ask mm, for a fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Having just arrived. (laughs) Not stale. Mm -mm. Oh, everybody lift up your hands and look unto him. You might be saying, but I'm not tired. I'm not weary. But folks, <laughs> oh, I'm hearing the Spirit of God say this. We have places to go that we've not yet gone. We have things to do in the realm of the Spirit and in the kingdom of God that we have not yet stepped into. And we cannot do it. In our own strength. No, 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 no. The things that I have in store for you are going to require you tapping in to the supernatural. Tapping in to heaven's help. And receiving a fresh anointing. And in some cases, it's like a bosombre que bosomba, a new cloak, a new cloak coming down upon you to mesopa, to do things, to do things that you have not yet done, but you shall walk in them. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, 
a new grace. And I'm just drawn to you too. Lord, whether it has to do with their personal lives, business, and I know, Lord, serving, serving you. A new grace, a cloak. <laughs> oh, a new grace for your race. <laughs> Oh, me calindo robo genre. Everybody just pray in the Holy Ghost. A new grace. A new grace. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. Hallelujah. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. Ibul dul sambakata. Ah, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord, for anointing us with fresh oil. Fresh oil. So much more. So much more to do. So much more to do. And you will. You will. You will do it. You will do it in the grace and in the freshness of that anointing. I hear the word empowered. Empowered. Oh, the world's using that so much. Empowered to do this. Empowered to do that. But you're empowered from on high. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. A grace. A grace. A fresh anointing. on As this new school year starts, Lord. I thank you. She's going to walk. Walk in something she's never walked in before. Woo! I hear this word. Wisdom. Wisdom from on high imparted unto you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, for this yielded vessel. I thank you, Lord, for this one that gives her all. And I'm thanking you, Father. You pour in a freshness upon her. Fresh anointing. Fresh ideas. <laughs> Woo! Straight from heaven. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Now I'm hearing that word. Fresh. Fresh ideas. Fresh ideas. Straight from heaven. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, hallelujah. Lift up your hands in here. Everybody receive. The Spirit of God is moving. Oh, there's Ibankritaha. There's impartations. Impartations. Impartations coming from heaven. Impartations. Oh, my, 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 my. And a new grace. A new place. A new place in me. A new place. <laughs> a new place of strength. A new place of wisdom and grace. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.